Today's episode is brought to you by Joy Organics at joyorganics.com. If you're ready to embrace total wellness in the new year by incorporating CBD into your routine, check out family-owned Joy Organics, offering premium pharmaceutical-grade hemp CBD products. Joy Organics carries a wide range of full-spectrum CBD products, including tinctures, drink mixes, soft gels, salves, face masks, what? Vape cartridges and pet products, all containing zero THC. With Joy Organics CBD, you can reap the healing benefits of cannabis without the psychoactive high. Joy Organics products are all third-party lab-tested and results are publicly posted on joyorganics.com. Just click on lab results. Remember, CBD is non-psychoactive, non-addictive, has minimal side effects, and can be used safely by children, adults, and animals. With the passing of the Farm Bill, there's no better time to give CBD a try. Join me and the thousands of people using CBD every day by visiting joyorganics.com. What's up, podcast listeners? Welcome to 2019. You are listening to Mom and Dad are Stoned, a podcast for responsible cannabis users brought to you by thestonermom.com. That's me. I am the Stoner Mom, also known as Catherine, and I'm joined this year, this year only, (laughs) by my husband, David. We are parents to four and legal cannabis users in the great state of Colorado. In this podcast, we pour a couple drinks, smoke a little weed, relax, and talk about cannabis, our lives, pop culture, and more. What's up, husband? I love you. I love you, too. Happy New Year or whatever. Happy New Year to you, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love you. Are you high? Um, No. Oh, no. But hold on. Let me see what I can do about that. Well, here we are. We're here. We're grew year. We're grew year. Get used to it. Get used to it. Let's go into Libation Corner. So, darling, what are mm-hmm. you libating on tonight, this evening, in our home? Tonight, this evening, I am uh, libating on a uh, Colonel Taylor small batch whiskey made from the good people over who make... <sighs> it's Buffalo Trace Distillery, basically. You know, it's like the um, mm-hmm. Pappy Van Winkle and all that stuff. Oh. Um, and motherfuckers. Mixed what with is this called? A Colonel Taylor small batch bourbon, which is delicious. It, it's one of those that comes in the... <gasps> Cardboard oh, tube. Do you love it? I mean, it's if I could get it every time, I would. It's well, like how much is it usually? Uh, it's like with tax, it's like um, thirty six dollars. Hmm. You know what I mean? It's like because the Weller is like sixteen dollars. Hmm. But I mean, like it's hard. It's hard to find, and now people are marking it up. So, <sighs> which is whatever. So, Why does um, this happen to everything you drink? Well, I don't know because because I keep company with very knowledgeable people who tell me what to get, and I listen to the recommendations, and then I eventually that gets out. Yeah, it gets out. That's all. I mean, like, I just guess good knowledge. Um, all right, well, and then I'm drinking ginger beer with that. But you know what? I decided when I was upstairs filling this. Yeah, this drink is now for me called the Daniel Cho because yeah. a, a gentleman named Daniel Cho. First introduced me to this drink. Ginger beer and bourbon? Yeah. (laughs) But that's a drink that everybody... Okay. Well, you can call it personally. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyway... Should I have a drink? No. 
I drank a little too much. Yeah, I mean, like it just either the room spins for you or you pass out. I demanded eggs. Yeah, which is fine. I'll make you eggs anytime you want. Make me eggs right now. Okay, as for weed, um, first of all, to set the scene, y'all, we are in our lovely suburban home. There are no children here. We only are parents to our fur babies right now. Yep. Um, and we have begun recording back down in the basement, which is where we started our podcast. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, we recorded upstairs on the, on the main floor. And now we're back down in the basement. It just works better for t- for equipment. It does. And um, I think it's better to have this like space where it's like dedicated for it because it makes the podcast more serious. Well, you know what else? As I realized... Um, if if you spot and identify the items the ma- machinery you need to turn off for the podcast, sorry, that's my puffco piece. See, they hear that. So when I was leaning over here, I was turning off this external hard drive because the yeah. fan was blowing. So do you hear it's totally silent right now? I think it sounds pretty good. Yeah, but it's like anytime anyone drives by. Anyway, whatever. What we're libating on? Yeah, down here. I just wanted you guys to like. Okay, this is a a couple. This Maybe you've never I'm... listened to this podcast. Mm-mm. We are just an old couple. Mm-hmm. We're not actually that old. No. But um, but we like to think we are. We do. We can't wait to be old. I gotta do a dab real quick. Um, uh, yeah, Catherine's dabbing it up on her Puffco Peak. So I am dabbing rosin, which we press at home. My oh, husband yeah. presses for me. Mm-hmm. And it's always from Hope Grown Weed. I don't know what this is, but this is like that's Mandarin cookies. Okay, it was like the most recent one, and that's what I've been dabbing on for a while. What do you think? I love it. It's beautiful. Um, and yeah, I'm using the Puffco Peak. This is how I've been dabbing for basically since I got it. I started using it the most in December. Can I ask you a question? What? I love you. It is December. Do you notice a difference between using that and like a dab rig, like with a torch? Yes. Oh, no, I mean, but is what's different about it? Is it the taste or uh, what? Well, there's that. Um, the thing about a torch is like you often get really hot hits yeah do you know what i mean people when you get your banger really hot it's always good practice to sort of hold your hand near your banger and really try to gauge the temperature and you just have to remember with (coughs) vaporizing stuff which is what dabbing is Mm -hmm. the higher the voltage or temperature whether it's a torch or a vaporizer you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or a battery with your cartridge on it. Yeah. The higher the voltage or heat or whatever, um, the thicker the clouds, the more visible it is, and the harsher it's going to yeah. be. And some of those things are already really harsh, like vape pens and cartridges and stuff. A lot of people, you know, cough every single time. Yeah. I do. I'm one of those people. <laughs> um, with those. So if you do have ever, like, the opportunity to turn things down... Uh, sometimes that's just like using a, a lower voltage. Like a low temp dab. Do that. And so that's what I like about using this kind of dab rig is like um, where it's all smart or electronic or whatever. Mm-hmm. Where I'm not actually like using applying fire to it and then having to really gauge on my own. Because, uh, you know, you can't touch it. Are you So <laughs> you're doing low guess. low temp dabs here? I think I actually... My thing with vaporizers is I always accidentally turn them up to their highest setting just by my hand slipping. Mm-hmm. So I just recently did that with this. So now I think it's at like the medium high setting. But dab rigs like this, the Popco Peak is really fancy. It's expensive. But they all kind of work the same where it's like 
there's a low setting, a medium setting, mm-hmm. and a high setting. It doesn't have like super precise whatever's like an email would. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, we're really talking about this. As far as <laughs> I'm we, just curious about it. So I just did. I mean, I've just I've been doing a few jobs of that, and I love that. So I do love the Puffco Peak. You asked me earlier if I like it better than the Switch, but the answer is that I'm definitely using it more than the Switch right now. Which it. is unfortunate. But I love the Switch. This one is just so small. It's like I grab it every time. It's it works. So small. It works easy. as good as the Switch. It's just smaller and more but, portable. I mean, the Switch, it's just not comparable because the Switch yeah. does like everything and the Puffco Peak does not. Yeah. Plus, the Switch has a cool light show. Yeah. But like for doing fast dabs, I've been totally grabbing that. So then for weed, we're smoking a new strain that we just recently harvested called Sunburn. Oh, yeah. I can't smoke that. Oh, I like it. I'm going to re... I'm going to freshen up a bowl right now. I'm going to freshen up two bowls. You're re-upping? <laughs> it's actually... It's this is honey. This is your nightmare because it's in this grinder is Rainmaker. Oh my god! It's Rainmaker and Sunburn together (laughs) to beat my ass down forever. (laughs) (laughs) Those are both just super racy THC. You and you love it, right? I love any kind of drug like that. That's why I can never do like meth. Like, don't ever let me do any Mm -hmm. and like Coke. Oh my god! Like like yeah anything that's like would you run through a wall i'm suddenly have a fucking energy and i can be the superwoman that i always want to be oh man like i would totally it'll ruin your teeth though i'm not about like (laughs) opioids and stuff that are like sedative and stuff that's right well good for you why don't you smoke that up smoke that crack weed that you're about to smoke no fuck no i have my own mix of mandarin cookies and hemp and purple now lighter I love it. I love that David is now like making his own mixes and his grinder. Yeah. I really have been bequeathing him with a lot of different stoner. I know. It's like, uh, it's awesome. It's like after all these years, I found. Tell everybody about your present that you got. Oh my God. So I got this cool thing. So I feel like so happy because I have all these cool weed gifts. And for Christmas, I got my first weed gift. Which is? It was a Death Star grinder. So it's like a little ball oh in the shape of a Death Star, and it's like a little grinder. And you put it's like a little guy, but it works great. So you put your weed in there, you grind it up, you destroy planets, and then you unscrew this compartment, and bam, you got your weed there, and it's nice. It's a nice little grinder. It's just like a. It's fun. It's fun because it looks cute. Yeah, it's fun. Like you bust the thing, I was like, oh, let me get that with my Death Star grinder. Honey, that thing was like under twenty dollars. I, I think it was like thirteen. All my gifts were so cool like that. <laughs> um, that that came from that certain place. Uh, I have this dumb shopping app called Zulily on my phone, <laughs> and I I have had it on my phone forever because sometimes it gives me humongous laughs. Like oh yeah, some, some of the things that are on online. Sometimes are horrendously funny. And they recently, also just very surprising things sometimes. Sometimes there's like designer stuff on there that's like thousands of dollars. Really? Yes. I've taken screen caps and sent them to you before. Just been Mm -hmm. like, look, look at this. It's so weird. It's anything. Anything goes. Alongside with like all like... seen on tv products and like so now they've recently really started having a lot of like adults well dildos and things and i'm just like what's going on with you lily um so what's the whole concept behind it i don't even understand i mean it's less expensive i know that it's one of many apps that are like this 
But it's less like the things you would go and buy normally. I wouldn't even say they're less expensive because once I had markers that I feel like I bought and then I saw them. I did buy them and then I saw them at Michael's and they were cheaper at Michael's. <laughs> and I was like, fuck Zulily in its ass. But then like this Christmas where mm-hmm. I bought weird things for them. Yeah. I feel like I really cleaned up because I mean, it's just weird. I think you just have to be informed and like because you can get really good deals but I've gotten a lot of stuff like for, for our house on Zulily. You have bedding, and I've gotten chairs and furniture and weird shit like that. It's cool. Um, and I've gotten different clothes and stuff that aren't that great, to be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't had any clothing wins really. You know what? Zulily's like a brand scrub. So if you have like a shitty brand, this like is- a plaid shirts or some shit and you just can't sell them yes, you run them through Zulily and it's yes. like where it's cool man people that's will buy them is. through Zulily and then they'll do some weird like Zulily photo shoot and you're just like that's not making that fucking tunic appealing no, no matter that's what all it is it, don't you think it's like a rebranding kind of thing I don't know I think it's like an overstock type thing yeah, I think yeah. it's a... overstock is the same thing right kinda yeah I think overstock is a lot better. same quality but, but this is definitely this is an app based thing and I've always had really good customer service with Zulily oh here's the other oh thing that's God, weird yeah. about them mm-hmm. is they ship everything I don't know what land on the planet that is not America that all of <laughs> Zulily stuff comes from okay but the Isle of Samoa the idea is like you buy things and it all gets shipped out so you buy things and you do not ever really expect to get it like that week or the next week you have like a extended ship date that's sometimes like two weeks away. Yeah. And it's because like the product isn't even at Zulily at that point. Do you know what I mean? So there's like room for error and they've had things like that I, where I've bought them and then they can't fulfill my purchase because they haven't gotten it from the vendor or whatever. Right. And in that case, they like, you know, give you money back. <laughs> well, so anyway, I, it's a weird thing like that. Because I always thought it was like, <clears throat> you oh can God. get this price on this thing once we get... 30 people to buy it. Buy no, it's not like it's that. It's not at like all. that. Okay. No. no, but they do have like limited quantities. And so mm-hmm. a thing will sell out. <coughs> gotcha. And that happens. And okay. it tells you how many people are viewing it. But um, no, it's not like a group type situation. Gotcha. That's interesting. I think all those different ways of, I mean, they're I, just different ways of selling. That's fucking marketing, basically. The whole point of this is weird Zulily finds yeah. during Libation Corner. And one of my weird yes. finds was a fucking Death Star grinder. And it's awesome. I love and it. And it said, like, and my Death Star herb grinder. And I was like, holy shit, buying right now. And I just instantly bought it. Also with that Bob's Burgers recipe book and your phone and watch charger. Oh, I love All that little stand. You know what? I've really recently discovered that, like, so I'm so used to, like, plugging my phone in and throwing it on the floor and going to bed. Yes. But now it's up on a stand. So I got to like bring the stand closer to me. No, I've realized I'm like, oh, it looks neat and tidy over here in the corner. I'm like, no, you can't do that. You don't. I just really got it because I think the watch part is cool. It is cool. No, it's perfect. It's like put your shit here and this is perfect and I love it and it's like less stuff. All right. So we told you what we've been libating on, what we are currently libating on during the session. And then we really just started talking about fucking Christmas presents. Yeah. We just went a little Zulily. So I guess we're technically into what's going on with you guys. Mm-hmm. So obviously I bought some things on Zulily for Christmas. We had a Zulily Christmas up in here. Yeah, we did. But we got more things. So <laughs> what, what can we talk about? What? Uh, the, I want to talk about my Bob's Burger. Well, but... I wanted to say what was your favorite present? 
From Zulily? No. <laughs> Your favorite Christmas present. Oh, well, my favorite Christmas present was. was my knife. I mean, like, hands down. David got a chef's knife it's, for Christmas yeah. that is very sharp. So sharp. I cut myself multiple times on Man, it. It's very sharp. I love it. And Okay, two times. You did such a good job. And that thing is beautiful. It's a 12-inch chef's knife. It's a Hankel's chef's knife. Just in time for you use that on a ham. You carved that bitch up and gave it all these gross alien notches. It was creepy but that's what a ham is supposed to look like uh, yeah i mean i just that's my first time like doing really a ham digging into its flesh yeah i would if i to go back in time and do it again i would spiral cut it i wouldn't do it what that is way that? that's just instead of like you have to do the notches to let the steam escape in between and cook the meat yeah but um i i would do a spiral just like you know sliced ham essentially and like you just cook it that way but instead it's like i did this crisscross thing which a lot of people do well, it looks like alien. You get a lot of crispy skin. And then what, I would like base that thing every 20 minutes and it was like candy shell. You know what I mean? David cooks all day long on our holidays. He cooks all for day, hours, every day. Hours, hours, hours. All day, every day, but also on the holidays. And then we just eat it. It's minutes. fun to cook. I'm not that great at it. Sometimes I'm okay. Sometimes I'm good. Sometimes I'm horrible. But, yeah, um, but you always are cooking. You but never it's, stop. But it's always cooked, 100%. <laughs> you know, thank God. I right. don't want diseases or whatever. Mm-mm. So what, what is other present? You got your Bob's Burger book. Oh, my God. You got me this Bob's Burger book, which it, it, at you know first glance, I was like, oh, a cool little joke book, right? Ha, ha, ha. No, sir. No. You open that thing up, you're dead wrong. First of all, if for those of you who watch Bob's Burgers, it's the burger of the day for every episode that they've had that you could read the burger of the day on the chalkboard. And it's the recipe for that burger made by a chef. And there's also a recipe for making the perfect French fries, which I've done. And they are indeed the perfect French fries. Am I wrong? No, you've made amazing French fries now. And now my stomach hurts because I want to eat them. We're going to do but that. But we have to record our podcasts. We're doing that. And then um, and I made a, the first one was we're here, we're Gruyere. Get used to it. Get used to it. Cheese. So, and that it one. tells you the episode. Yep. Uh, you know. Oh it my was, God, that's my cup of peak making that sound, you guys. Okay. And um, it's it's a very um, onion heavy hamburger that we had, but it, it was It was, good. it was au jus and sauce right plus tons yeah. of onions you have to get like french onion soup mix and mix it in meat and then you also have like caramelized onions that you caramelize in butter and then also you have um gruyere cheese mm-hmm. on top and then you take your buns and kind of um toast them and then dip them in au jus so they were very soggy it was weird but i thought it was pretty good it was not terrible no it wasn't it was, terrible it was very fun it was fun. So what's, I don't know what the next one is, but I expect you guys, you're going to hear about different burgers all year, <laughs> I think, in 2018. I think I like that. It's fun. <laughs> it is fun. Like, so once a month we'll do a new burger. Is that oh, fair? Uh-huh. Okay. I like that. Um, I'll say also, as far as libations and cocktails, our friend James sent us a beautiful book, mm-hmm. a bartender's guide mm-hmm. book. And it's so awesome. that's another thing where it's like. Okay, we should be trying maybe some different cocktails it's in our fun, life. Yeah. Um, but you really discovered your rusty nail, which oh my you've God, been that's ordering. One of my new favorite drinks. I've never heard of it. And that subsequently was on um Better Call Saul. That's the drink he drinks. Yes. Which is Jambui. And Scotch. Come on. D- preferably doer scotch, which is not bad. 
Um, so I love that you have another drink. It's so drink. good and it's so fun to drink. Um, I love libating. Oh, me too. I just I, my first drink with you was like cream de cocoa and something else, cream de mint, and it's just now we have no, bottles was, of that forever. You made me the grasshopper that yeah, I wanted. It wasn't, so bad. and it wasn't. And good. I, in my mind, I was thinking about an ice cream. You wanted shake. what you wanted was a mint chocolate chip shake, yes. not a fucking gross alcoholic drink. I wanted a green minty shake. Yeah. With do you and do with you remember and sauce on it. In, that in your time growing up? Yes. Do you recall McDonald's having the shamrock shake? I mean, I've heard of it, but okay. I've never had it. Well, the shamrock shake. Are we going to bring it back sometime? Every St. Patrick's Day. Will it you comes get out. it for me this yes, year? Yes, it's a mint. I have to have it. Ice cream shake. It's delicious. Does it come from your homeland? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Can I tell everyone what you got me for Christmas? Sure. What the stoner mom? Sure. What did you get for Christmas, Catherine? I got a Christmas mug, like I always get. Mm-hmm. I got. You sure did. Um, a fancy camera for vlogging. Yep. And all of our video stuff, mm-hmm. and I love it. Mm-hmm. And a nice mic for it mm-hmm. that has the fuzziest mic cover I've ever seen in my life, and it looks like something Katya might try to kill. Yeah, it does. So you can't leave the camera laying on the floor because Max will think it's a. This is when he cuts his toys out to eat. <laughs> Max is our dog. And we he better eats all of her shit. You all know the what? Time. We need to listen to that video we recorded yesterday and make sure that the mic, the sound is okay. I've re-listened. I've listened does it through okay? the camera. Does it sound okay? Uh huh. Oh, okay. Good. Cool. Because that's you have to make sure this. So yeah, an external mic on the camera looks great. I love it. Um, also got me. A lovely necklace that I love. Do you like that necklace? I do love my necklace, but here's... I know okay. I've been wearing the one that Jessica gave me because... Oh, I, I haven't even... I Okay, So I get my it, thing is, like, yeah. I can only really wear that when on the when I don't have my kids. Do you know what I mean? My my marijuana leaf necklace. Oh, yeah, of so course, of course. So that's why I wear it when it's, like, me and you. Yeah, I don't care. it's, like, this is my only opportunity. But you've commented several times that you like it, which makes one, me... It makes me so happy. It's my one that I'm going to wear all week. Do you like it, though? I love it. I love you. I want more jewelry. Well, I want to take you to this place where I bought it, and then you can pick out another one. Okay. Is that cool? Why? I think it'd be... I've really been pushing for us to go to a mall to go shopping lately. David is so... I'm so weird. Catherine, here's here's what we need to do. Let's go to the mall, and you just pick out something at the mall. (laughs) Like, I'm not... 13. <laughs> I know, but don't you want to pretend the mall that we're at the mall? makes me want to die. Okay? I love the mall. <laughs> like, I love the mall. I love shopping at the mall. Because you're like a retail guy. Do you know what I mean? I grew up shopping at the mall, honey. My mom and my sister would go shopping <laughs> yes, every I... weekend. And my nephew and I would go be, get dragged along. Yeah. And we would, they would go shopping for hours. Like, okay, in three hours, let's meet in front of Dillard's. And for three hours, my nephew, who's only three years my younger, and he's I would. He's also my nephew. He's your nephew, and he's older than he's you, considerably. Older than and then um, we would fuck around for three hours in a mall know. alone, unsupervised. I Maybe we had like 20 bucks. Market. Maybe they gave us 20 bucks. Oh, man. And it's, but, it, you know. We go to the food court and get some falafels or Would you go pizza. to Hot Topic? They didn't have Hot Topic. They had Spencer's back then. It was like the raciest store there was. What year are we talking? What are we? 1982. Oh my God, I'm not even born yet. No. 
I guess I can't relate. <laughs> yeah. Right? I was at the mall in the 90s and I it was... I was 12 years old. Wow. No, I can't be right. It must be... I must have been at... L- no? That's when fucking Adam say 14. Walsh got abducted from We'll say 84. Sears. We'll say 84. It was in the 80s. Oh, well, I was in You're alive. I, I existed. You're on the plane of... Our same plane of existence. Reality. I can't wait to marry Blavin. We're gonna... We've already come from another uh, alternate reality where we were together the whole time. And now we find each other in this one. Alright, we're making people sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. people barfing everywhere. Lastly, I also got earbuds that I love. Oh, do you like those earbuds? I love them so much. Okay. They work so well. I can roam around my whole house and leave my phone wherever charging. Mm-hmm. And I can vacuum and do shit and communicate with people. And when my hair is down, they don't even know I have headphones in. There's no cord. Do you know what I mean? Here's the things I wanted to get you I that like I just couldn't person. make happen. Wait, I why are we to, doing this? I wanted to get you slippers so bad, but I couldn't. I went to go get them and they did not have your size and I was so bummed. <laughs> And I was like, fuck. And then I also wanted to get you a bunch of panties. <gasps> Excuse me, are you drunk right now? What kind of podcast is this? Anyway, that's it. He has always, he used to stuff my stocking with panties. And there would be some awkward experience at Christmas morning where I'd be like, oh, there's fucking five pairs of tiny panties. Don't look at that, kids. Please open your stockings. Well, I I haven't missed that tradition, but this year we gave each other our X-rated gifts. Oh, Mine was the grinder yeah. on oh. Christmas Eve because we didn't have kids. Or, we're not talking about anything else. We're just talking about that was yours. But here's what you do. That's what you do. You have yeah. like a, a adults only gift giving thing. <laughs> maybe it's a stoner thing. Maybe we, it's something else. I don't know. We don't know. But maybe you don't like. Remember that one year in your stocking, I put a shot glass that had a built-in <laughs> weed pipe <laughs> in your stocking. And you're like, what happened to that? Thanks, and we broke it immediately. We, we did. Yeah, and I, I do remember that. And Damn. I feel like, I feel like you just like spill alcohol over yourself or don't smoke. <laughs> I properly. don't. I, mean, just, like, just, I had forgotten about that until you just told me that right now. <laughs> guys listener letters it is time we want your letters or in this case your emails write us and share your cannabis story your stoned observations ask us your stoner questions or request some good old-fashioned advice from a mom and dad stoner with exceptional age what anyway email (laughs) wisdom at mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com and we might just read your letter on the show today's first letter of 2019 comes from m illegal stoner mom oh snap you know who that is yeah you can follow her on instagram uh dear mom and dad are stoned i've noticed that my plants don't really don't start really smelling good until around week seven with harvest two to three weeks after that. I had an unfortunate pollination event and chopped it at four or five week of flower. It's dried and been, and has been curing. However, the smells aren't developing like normal. It still smells a little like field grass. However, on grinding, there's the smell of bud. The buds don't taste like much and I feel good. Hmm. 
Mm. I like that. Which begs the question, does cannabis flower always contain their level of THC to demonstrate? No, that it develops over time, right? You have to get it at the same spot. Anyway, to demonstrate, all buds will have 20% regardless <clears throat> when harvested. No, right? It depends on when it's harvested, right? Absolutely and the strain. There's a lot of factors. Yeah, absolutely. Um, regardless when harvested. But the terpenes, which develop late in the blooming phase, have an ever-increasing yes until harvest percentage. Thus, could the potency and effects one perceives when consuming cannabis be due to the terpenes percentage rather than the THC? Thanks. These are questions I have about cannabis. Okay. Well, this is interesting, an interesting question because I, I just recently harvested a bunch of weed and one of the strains that I've been very curious about because it's an indica, which was for me, was called Oxilla, A-X-I-L-L-A, Oxilla. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and it's, I have dried it properly and now I've been curing it where I pop the top every week and, you know, get some air in there. Now I'm on just like leave the lid closed phase of curing and it still smells like a plant, mm -hmm. which scares me. So I pulled some out and I looked at them with the microscope. I was like, are my terpene, are my trichomes okay? So I was looking and a lot of them, would, there was some cloudy and some amber, but there was also some clear, which which is like a heady high. Right. So, um, and I pop, put it back in there, but and no, it doesn't. It smells like fucking plant. So I think that time takes care of that because there has been weed in my curing process where i've just left to cure for like a month and then those flavors start coming out also yeah. i learned from a good friend that when you grind who's very much into turbines like you said when you grind that up and you break up all those trichomes and everything that releases a lot of the terpenes yes yeah, so I think if you're if you're waiting for a my final thing is like cure it for a long time, and then also when you grind it, like right when you start to smell, start smelling like weed, boom, that's when you start grinding that shit up, and that'll release all those terpenes. And then we let that ground weed sit for a little bit before you smoke it. We know a legal stoner mom, and she knows her terpenes, and she, she knows does. which ones that she needs for her medication. So paying attention to that kind of stuff. Definitely benefits you guys. Yeah. Um, because yeah, there's you know, there's like myrcene, which is that other terpene that is um really heady and stuff. And I can't stand weed that has that because it just makes me so like body, you know, affected in my body rather than my mind, which yeah. is what I prefer. That's why I like really cerebral highs that are very jittery for people. But for me, they make me like when you're naturally sedated and depressed, it's yeah. nice to have something that speeds up your thought process is how I think of it. So anyway, um, great question. Did we answer it? Mm -hmm. I think so. I mean, I mean, you, you also asked, asked, asked about um, the turbines effect on the uh, potency of the THC. I don't know. I mean, I, w I'm, I think so. I have no clue. What do you think, babe? You there? Uh, <laughs> no, I think I think both is true. So both is true. Like the longer it's there developing or whatever, like kind of the stronger that THC is, right? Do you think it's like wine kind of? I mean, I guess. But um, I don't know. That in combination, you know, with that longer development of terpenes, I think that combo is what makes... A really great potent. Well, harvest. I don't. I'm not. Um, 
any expert at all, but I think the things to look out for from what I've understood and what I've read is when you, when, from the moment you chop down a plant Mm -hmm. and you hang it upside down and start drying, you're, you're making the plant eat all its remaining nutrients and sugars. And when those sugars start getting consumed, that's when that, um, chemical process happens where the thc comes into play so when you when you leave so what i'm saying is maybe we should all start looking at chemistry a little bit because when the sugars burn off in the jar you don't want any oxygen in there you don't want new oxygen you want it to eat the atmosphere that's in there and be turned into sugar that's why you don't open the lid Mm -hmm. so i think having it closed for a extended period of time into the right humid and temperature conditions will make it super potent. That's what I think. Yeah. But I don't, I wish I, if if I was better at chemistry, I would know. Well, I like what she said about, um, it's still smelling, smelling like grass, but like when you smoke it, you're, she's still feeling good. And I've definitely have, I mean, we've had every experience I feel like over our many, many grows and we've had, I mean, I've smoked wet stuff, yeah. And, you know, lots, and we've had lots of different random strains that cure differently. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, I feel like that immature buds that we get sometimes yeah. do give you like a really clear, kind mm-hmm. of fast, very positive high. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Not strong at all. And I like that. Well, I think that that axilla, I think that that axilla might, you might like that then. I'm excited. I don't know. You know, I mean, like the one thing I've learned from you that I really need to pay attention to is that I need to write stuff down because I mean, like all these, this data, I could be like going, Catherine, here's all this information about the weed we're growing. Mm. And you could be like, I want to try that or that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So anyway, you're the best at that. So I'm going to learn it from you. At what? Like organizing all my information and what, wherever you think I should do it, whether it's on a computer or a, a notebook or About, something, like all the strains that we grow. Yeah. And like everything, because like, you know how I don't even, <clears throat> you know how I don't even label like I press this rosin. I have no idea what it is, yeah. but that's dumb because all I need to do is take one second to write rainmaker on well, this bag. You know, thing is, honey, I'm like, you can be taking pictures. Yeah. You know what I mean? Of everything you do, which is on your phone. I know. But even that, sometimes you have to like, it's a picture of what you're like, I don't know what the fuck that's a picture. Well, of. I think I'm, I just need to kind of like <laughs> anyway, figure it out. Um, that's it for listener. Letters. Listen Thank you letter. for the letter. You guys send us your emails. Uh, anything you want to know. Um, it doesn't have to be stoner related, but any stoner questions you got, send them our way. We would love to assist you. Mom and dad are stoned at gmail.com. Well, now it is the time of the podcast that we call Stoned Conversations okay. with Blavin and Catherine. What's me and you? How are mm-hmm. you doing? I'm doing good. How are Blavin? you? I'm good. I'm How are great. you feeling? I want to know, first of all, are you stoned? Yeah. How stoned? From a level one to ten, how stoned are you? Six. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, That's pretty I'm stoned. I'm a six. 
Uh, oh, get more sound. a five? Get more sound. Maybe you're a five. Because I could drive well, a car, and I mean, I could go get a burger if I needed to. Well, I'm one of those people that's a liberal. So you can do that at any standard level. Oh, my God. Okay, we got to say one thing that is not related to... It's kind of related to our conversation today. But we watched Thelma and Louise today. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> which is a great movie, la, la, la. But there is a fucking scene when yeah. <laughs> the young ladies have trapped... They have locked a police officer into the trunk of his patrol car mm-hmm. or his state trooper car mm-hmm. and they before they put him in there they shot air holes in it so there's two bullet holes in the trunk and then there's a cop in there and then this fucking rastafarian i don't even understand well he's he's just a cyclist this cyclist comes up on the scene and he's listening with his headphones to weird music and he's smoking the biggest doobie ever he's listening to um reggae music honey i think so no he absolutely is i, I couldn't I, tell it was i don't know what it wait was. go ahead i don't know maybe i'm just saying well, i knew the song i knew the song I can't. okay whatever okay. anyway you're like oh look he's wasn't gonna... it like one month <laughs> was it like bob marley i don't remember but the cop is like sticking his little finger out of the bullet hole and he's like <laughs> the keys are over there let me out the keys are over there and that's Guy, this cyclist takes a big fat rip off his fucking big giant joint. Doobie. Super doobie. Huge hit. And he exhales that entire fucking thing into the bullet hole and hot boxes. The cop. The cop is trapped in there. It's like a one minute long scene. And then that's it. The end. <laughs> You're just like. This movie's great. Can you believe that was in there? I thought it was awesome. And that guy who was the bike rider, like he had a nice bike and he had a fancy outfit. And oh, he had also gear. Water. He was bike cycling in the fucking desert, which yeah. is not that's no joke. Like, no, he had like three water people, bottles on his back. Yeah. So anyway, it was hilarious. <laughs> nice job, Thelma and Louise, for that fucking. I was just like, honey, look at this responsible stoner. This is before he fucking hot boxed the right. cop. But he was First responsible. All, I'm gonna say, if you're gonna do that. Don't get your DNA all up on the car and the bullet hole with your lips. Fucking don't touch. No contact. It will still get in there. You got to be a very precise blower. You got to bring a straw. I know you can do that shit. Yes. Yes. A straw. But so, you know, you don't have a straw on the desert. He did on one of his water bottles. He could have figured it out. He didn't help that cop. He got the cop high. He didn't help him at all. And he's the only person <laughs> in a hundred miles that like happened to write. I mean, like, I assume that cop is dead, right? No, he was found. <laughs> all right. Anyway, we're getting into our stone conversation topic for today. Okay. What is it? It's the new year. And I thought we would do some new year's stoner reflections oh okay so i have quite a few things to go with go to talk about with you all right i have some questions and all of that let's go conversation starters so i guess we'll start with what were your or our collective biggest wins in the grow room in the grow room yes in 2018 oh, that's easy what is it? The biggest win there was the Mandarin Cookies and Rainmaker grow because I pulled three and a half pounds of weed out of that grow. And we still to this day have a huge surplus of Mandarin Cookies and Rainmaker in our weed storage facility. Man, I'm glad I'm smoking it right now. You got so much of it. It's at the point now where I've like started taking the giant jars and combining them with other Rainmaker jars. And like, yeah. I don't care if this is Rain Man, not Rainmaker number two or number four. Who cares? It's all Rainmaker. Yeah. So I have like several gigantic jars filled with Rainmaker and Mandarin cookies. So 
How about like wins as far as like it, any like techniques or new things you learned or different benefits that mm, you I, I would say my my biggest win learn was in my uh in that same grow, I took nine plants and I put them in a small tent in small, smart pots. And I grew small, big, heavy, leafy plants, Yeah, nine of them in a very yeah. small space. And I've heard this from my very good friend, Noah, that that is the best way to do it. It's a part called the sea of green method, um, where you have like a lot of small plants that you flower quickly or you flower them for a long time and you keep cutting them back and cutting them back. So they're like short and super bushy. And um, then you let them go. So I learned that. I learned like keeping your canopy, like several plants, small plants, dense, same size. Right. And grow the hell out of them. So mm-hmm. I'm going to, that's what I'm about to embark on. I have like a, my new grow, which I guess we'll talk about later. will be great. I'm mm-hmm. excited. But anyway, that's what, that was my number one one. Okay, so how about biggest failure in 2010 in the grow? My biggest failure was in my big tent. My At one point, my old tent door uh, zipper came undone in the middle of a grow. <laughs> and you bitch about that all year. And um, not to mention, <laughs> I had that's the first time I had a bunch of hemp plants growing along with cannabis. And I didn't understand that they can't take nutrients the same way. So I right. burned them all. Plus, I had like a, the door was taped with duct tape. And then I even ordered an emergency zipper that didn't work and then i ended up just throwing a freaking blanket over the giant gaping opening yeah so it was a terrible grow and i tried my best but i mean it didn't i just basically that weed i just is all gross but i use it for concentrates (laughs) all the time that's good all right well how about let's talk about maybe some different favorite stoner products that we got in this year that we tried obviously yeah well, you have to answer some of these questions too right well yeah okay so you... that's why i said that all general generally mm-hmm. so i could answer too i'm loading bo- uh bowls number two on both bongs that i've got going on and i'm gonna get really nice and stoned now you guys some different products that i loved this year definitely my puffco peak which i got late in the year I like it a lot and I use it a lot. And that's a testament to liking something. I loved that ooze duplex, um, which is like a battery that you can put any like cartridge into. It just looks really sleek and cute. And I like its trigger a lot. So that's like one of my favorite pens now. But then I got the AeroPro system. This is like a pen and cartridge thing. Their stuff is all like proprietary, right? So you can't like use other cartridges, I don't think. I don't, no, no, you can't. but it's awesome. Um, and I don't think the carts are. I don't think they're cheap. The what? The carts? Really? Cartridges. For yeah. the AeroPro? Yeah. yeah. So the AeroPro is this cool pen. I love it a lot. I haven't reviewed it yet or anything on my website, but I kind of really want to because I use You're them going to, right? constantly. And yeah. Um, they gave me a ton of cartridges to try. So I've tried just so many and um, I've used it a lot. So I've like kind of figured out its flaws and its pros. I just use it constantly. You have one too. We use them all. But as the a, like maybe more of a normal kind of smoker like me, I don't know comparatively, but I feel like, like I would use those cards. I have a cartridge I got on my birthday uh, last year. The thing still. is, I think the AeroPro carts are smaller. They don't carry as much oil as like, oh, the ones really? that we get at like the dispensaries and stuff. Oh, okay, okay. And so the thing with them is like these are like 
really nice oils or whatever yeah. and i mean you get some really incredible flavors there's this one orchard one oz's orchard or something that yeah. they gave me two of i have one left and like i'm just like holding it off because it's so, it's the yummiest cartridge i've ever ever had is it really it tastes like apples it's so good um so anyway it's been fun that's a, a product that i'm really happy that i have and i use it all the time and you use yours all the time too mm -hmm. um the Dr. Dower Switch we got this year. That thing's cool. That thing is really cool. It's beautiful. Um, I love this weird ooze silicone dab mat thing that I'm using. You right like now. that trigger thing that they had too. The oil, the... I already talked about that. Oh, you did? That's what the duplex is. Oh, okay, okay. Um, what else? Vaporizers I kind of covered... Did you like your, um, did you like that Canador thing? You were telling me how cool that was. I do. I finally set up my Canador. Canadors are like these fancy humid, humidors, like a cigar humidor. For weed. Except it's for weed. So we had to season the wood and um, use like fancy water or whatever. Yeah. Filtered water for the vapor beads that uh, make it all humid in there or whatever. Um, it's just a very slick, sexy connoisseur type setup i like that a lot um obviously that was sent to me you that know was what i cool. mean yep. with a, a thing um like for my job so i don't know would you buy a canada yeah would you love that yeah i would i mean like if i was I like a, that's a pretty fancy gift to get somebody i mean it is but i feel I like you're it. let's say like you have a friend who's like a super like oh i love if that person loves this shit like you know who loves weed like that is James, I feel like he likes concentrates or something like that. I would get someone like that, a, one of those. Mm -hmm. Like he got me the bar thing. It's like you know the what same I mean. Level. Yeah, yeah, except yeah. Except as far as cannabis. Yeah. Really, yeah, upscale. Okay, all right. How about favorite edibles? Did you discover any new? Wait, you don't use edibles at all. Okay. Oh my god, you need to be asking me this. Hey, did you discover any new fancy edibles that you enjoy? I did. What are they called? Okay. I had a lot of edibles this year. Yeah. But I, I really did. I love my favorite ones hands down are these fucking stroop waffles. <laughs> I can't stand them. I hate them now. I love them so much. Uh, they were buy one, get one at the dispensary the other day. I just ate the two boxes right away in two days gone um they make me stoned when i eat them like that because you're not supposed to eat a fucking entire box so then i spend the rest of the day sleeping being very lazy but i save my stroopwafel experiences for when i don't have too much going on but yeah like definitely like plan on having a non-productive day oh my is god how yeah. i am with those things because they are so good i can't resist them and they just get me so stoned so you just have to sleep. They're so good though. Stroopwafels are these weird cookies I've never really had. Yeah, they're like waffle cookies. They're like super thin waffle type cookies, and in between it's two of them, and in between is like there's this very thin layer of very sticky caramel, and that caramel is what's infused, I imagine. But then the ones I get are lemon, so it's caramel and lemon. Oh man. Then they have like strawberry and the, and the original are just caramel. I've never had those. I've only had the lemon ones. Anyway, those are my favorite. Um, favorite edibles. What else? You love those mints. I, I use the Lucky Mints all the time. 
Um, Lucky Edibles mints are my favorites because they're 10 milligrams each, just like the Stroopwafels. But I'm not going to sit there and eat a box of mints. <laughs> no, I one, not. and I'm like, cool. Yep. And like when I want to eat like three, mm. that's a chore because it's kind of a pain in the ass to eat three hardcore mints. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Stroopwafels, Whole no box. problem. Whole box is destroyed. I love edibles. Like, we decided we're going to have to find you some non-THC stroop waffles. Remember I had those? Maybe I still have some of that. It's like chocolate and cinnamon chocolate bar you got me. Yes. for that the so good. I, care. I bet I still that. have it. I don't even remember who made that. Someone fancy. I tried a lot of edibles. Yeah, you did. Um, so anyway, how about... We talked... What about any methods? Have you learned anything about your cannabis use in the last year? You really... Yeah. Like, for instance, your tolerance really has stepped up. It has stepped up. Um, and I, I can't speak to why that is, though. I think it's just smoking it. Oh, yeah. So I don't really understand how my tolerance got so good. Um, I, I think, do you? I mean, like, you observe me. I mean, like, what have I done differently? Well, I think for a long time you just didn't. Really, tolerance is about, like, you have to smoke it. And mm-hmm. you're not going to build it up if you don't smoke it. Mm-hmm. And for a long time, you didn't really. You were just very good and you didn't really smoke weed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I Certainly not enough to, like, build up any tolerance. And when you do that... The nice thing is you keep that level of tolerance where smoking weed gets you like super high, which yeah. if you're like me, fuck yeah, you love yeah. that. But if you're like you, it's not good. You no. don't want to get super high. No. So that's the hard part about we've had a listener letter about this, like, you know, that horrible line of yeah. like trying to figure out, trying to raise your tolerance and not be a total pothead in yeah. in the meantime. Right. You know, and like, like you ate too many waffles. <laughs> So anyway, I just think you've just, uh, you spent a long time Yeah. the way you're supposed to do it. You just a little bit over a long period of time. I'm going to smoke some weed right well, now. Well, I'll tell you what, you always hear, well, you don't always hear about it, but uh, I mean, like I know some people who have close relatives who have cancer and they have to like to ingest like weed, right? Like mm-hmm. put weed. And I've shared this with you that that's my greatest fear is like, I'm sick, but I want to do this. And I know this is the way I want to go. It's just that overcoming that tolerance. But I feel like I could handle something like that. Like if I had to. Because I watch Maybe you... the relief is just so immense that yeah. you don't give a shit that you're high. Well, I'll tell you what, I mean, like the smoking weed right now doesn't it does, I mean I could do more and it doesn't do as fine. So in for me in 2018, that's like the first year that I've been a hundred percent off of my antidepressants. Yeah. I went off so often in 2017. The end of 2017, the very beginning of 2018, I went off Wilbutrin. So I was talking about this with one of my friends, but I feel like really all my emotions are back. All the inappropriate emotions as well. They are? Really? Well, because the disease is never gone. Do you know what I mean? So now that I'm not on antidepressants, it's like I literally am only using CBD and weed and my own whatever maturity that you have to like constantly be like working on your brain preferably through like therapy you know what i mean with like the help of an outsider but like um to you know battle these diseases and i feel much more capable now to do do that kind of stuff yeah like once i went through all my weird withdrawals which is really the worst part of going off antidepressants um it's just been a matter of like figuring out 
really recognizing your emotions and like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But you're like, you're falling into this sort of pattern. You have to understand that cannabis is your medicine. It's not acceptable to just not take your medicine. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And Absolutely. It's, it's just a constant struggle. And so um always reminding myself and others that if you use this medically, that means you have to use it. You know what I mean? Give yourself a break. Get over the guilt or whatever and the weird self-imposed if I do that. You know what I mean? Work on that tolerance. I do. Be the stoner that, you know, gets their stuff done, is using it responsibly to reap all of the, you know, amazing health benefits that you get out of it. That means like using it responsibly and not, you know, David and I overdo it for one, like I overdo it for my job on videos and stuff. Like it's all about me getting high. You know what I mean? Um, But maybe everyday use medical use doesn't have to look that way. Right. You know what I mean? It's doing it on a consistent schedule and um, not doing it so much so that you just spend the rest of your time on the couch on Reddit or whatever, (laughs) (laughs) which is me. Um, So I've really had to learn all of those quirks over again for me. It feels like the beginning when I first started using weed. Does it really? On top of my antidepressants that was a whole new thing for me and i was just amazed by how like the combination of the three my zoloft wellbutrin and cannabis made me feel great yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like not dead in my soul yeah because cannabis is just it just makes you feel great and wonderful and connected and loved i'm i gotta tell you i feel like you're a baby kitty i'm I use CBD every single day. Me and too. if I go a few days without using it, I can tell them it makes me feel nuts. It's, it's sad. Um, but I'll tell you, this smoking weed like regularly helps with all that. Like if I miss a CBD day or three, absolutely, I'm okay. You know, I mean, like, yeah, when I was go- do- doing the transition this year off my meds, I went through a hardcore thing where I was not smoking weed. Mm-hmm. I was literally so depressed because that's my thing is when I fall into depressive states, I will never smoke weed like voluntarily. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. It's just like a pain in the ass. And so I went through a huge phase when I was only taking CBD, being extremely depressed because I was going through hardcore withdrawals of these yeah. antidepressants yep. and then not medicating myself. But then like once I got over that, I'm just weird. It's like, I have to make the suffering like the worst. Yeah. <laughs> then like I started using it again and it's been like a new sort of thing for me. Yeah. And I went from this place where my tolerance was really low and I was, remember I was getting stoned. Yeah. Um, I do remember that. And now it's like back to its normal self. Cause my, my tolerance has always been like, that. yeah, like it, it just, I can hearty it up very, very easily. Yeah. So I'm at that state now and I like it. I'm glad I went off. Those pills. Yeah. I mean, they worked for me for a really long time, yeah. but I didn't want to be on on them forever. Mm-mm. And you know, you have to tell yourself, if you ever decide to go back, that's okay. Yeah. I have to tell myself that personally because for like, sure. I was public with like going, okay, oh, yeah. whatever. Am I talking too much? No, 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 no. Anyway, I was talking about like new. I think we still even have some Wellbutrin and Zoloft. Yeah, but like I've had that out of my system for fucking like 12 right, months now. So right. it's like, I can't. I wouldn't. I'd have to be really suffering. Yeah. And so, you know. But do you feel okay? I do. Good. I do feel okay. My. I wish you'd take your CBD a little bit more. I know. I'm bad about that. But I've been sm- doing uh, 
like THC stuff a lot more consistently. Yeah, yeah I've been. Uh, I've noticed that. And I've noticed a difference in, in how it makes you feel. Because I go through phases where I won't like smoke weed when my kids are, even yeah. if they're at school, like I still won't smoke weed. And yeah. it's like, there's no better time, dude. Just like do it. Yeah. Then for the rest of the day, you're mellow or whatever. Um, it's all about that tolerance. Seriously. It really is how functional you are. It really is. Um, yeah. And because however strong your tolerance is, that's how, um, oh my God, I'm fucking stoned right now. <laughs> you know, that's okay. di- directly related to how like non-functional you're going to be right. during your stoned time. So if you have a really strong tolerance, um, you can smoke. A good amount of weed and be able to go ahead and function all of that stuff. So That's I've good. definitely gotten that back. I wanted to talk about like, did you have any best stoned moments? And I just wanted to start that out. Best stoned memories of 2018. Well, what's yours, baby? Well, in the beginning of 2018, yeah, we saw Lana Del Rey in concert. Yeah, yeah, and we I did. Smuggled in a joint as yeah. I always do. Mm-hmm. Was that in 2018? Yes, it was in January. Oh my gosh! Sure. And I mm-hmm. smoked it. And then I turned around and realized that there was a teenage girl like next to me yeah. <laughs> with her dad who was in a wheelchair. Yeah. I and I that. was like, damn it. God damn it. I know. You know what I was going to ask you today is like, is there a, is there a concert we're going to see in 2019? Mm. Probably not. I mean, it would have to be like. Who would it have to be? Maybe Beyonce by herself. Which won't happen. Um, and. Would you go see Radiohead if they came? I don't think so. No. I mean, no. I would go see them if the price is right. Well, I wouldn't be. I'll tell you that. Really? Yeah, Radiohead tickets are not cheap. <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, <laughs> is that anyway? Is that anything else like the Stone Memories of 2018? Um, I was going to say live sessions with our house Vanny. Oh, I love those so much. Can we do more? No. Okay. We're gonna do it's more. once a month. That's what we're at right now. Yeah, we got to schedule the next one. Um, for occasionally it's been by what, twice a month. Gotcha. But anyway, we do have a membership and we go live with our members at least once a month, um, which is always fun and funny. And it's always interesting to see different people that pop in. Um, you know what I mean? So, I do. So that's fun. That's why I like those. I do have good memories of those. There I was do one too. time when. A guy in there said, man, we should all get acid and all do it together like <laughs> I do this. And I lashed my ass off. Actually. He wanted to do that. Yes. And that's a good idea. Those are the kind of members I want. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Now I just need a member who's local and has ready access to acid. Right. <laughs> Which that hasn't materialized, unfortunately. No, not yet. Um, but whatever. Anyway, that's also... Um, I ate a bunch of edibles this year. I don't remember what I ate. Mm-hmm. I mean, I ha- had a point where I had so many gummies from all <clears> sorts <throat> of different companies. Plus, oh my God, remember, I remember the edible now. It was the 1,000 milligram Incredibles black cherry bar. Yeah. And it's 1,000 milligrams. So you're like, <laughs> holy shit. But then when you look at it, okay, it's 500 THC, 500 CBD. Right. Either way, that's a lot. You don't eat the whole bar. But mm. I... Almost you were like, I can, I'm, I can eat it all. And uh, like, just seriously oblivious. Just yeah, like, you were just, just I'm never going to fucking feel anything. And none of these things ever work on me. Uh, oh, they totally work. Girl. Next thing I know, I'm just like spontaneously barfing. in yep. the living room. <laughs> Just like, 
Let's go watch TV. And it <laughs> you were done, man. I won't forget that. And then the funny thing was, that is like right after you did it once, mom. you did it a second time because you lowered the dosage. You're like, well, I'll just do 300 milligrams. Well, then I'm insulted. I'm insulted by my own body's like weakness. Right. But you took it down, but not quite half. And it was still like, bam, sucker punch right in the gut. Still got you. That was awesome. <laughs> it was. It's kind of funny to watch you succumb to. I know. That's what I like about is. edibles. That like I'll never get from a bong. Yeah. You know what I mean. Oh, There's man. no bong. Man, I saw some bong rip on probably Instagram. Yeah. The biggest bong rip did I've it, ever seen. Did the person's head blow no, up. No, he was doing this <laughs> every time. But he, I mean, it took like six exhales. The neck of the bong was this big, so it's like your whole chin's in it. And he was fully grown standing up and it was that long. And then there were three bowls like this in the thing. So they lit three bowls and he hit those. And it's because it's so tall. You sit there and you're for a long time and then and you're watching the smoke like kind of slowly rise until it gets to him. And then you're like, OK, now you're going to do the actual hit. And one after the other, and it's like there's a pot right there of <laughs> it was incredible. And he was just like, yeah, <laughs> the whole time. Rock on. <laughs> like, like that? Yes. Well, this. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, this. It was Oh, this. like yeah. Surf's up. Oh, like uh it was this. Hello. What is this called? Hang loose? Yes, that's hang what loose. Was the hang loose thing. Well, that's cool. Anyway. Was he brown? No, he oh. was a tall, skinny white dude. <laughs> wow, was he? Did he? Did, was he so fucked up? He didn't. I didn't watch afterwards, and he didn't <sighs> cough or anything. I was like, "That looks like a lot of poison gas to me." Damn, I mean, I that know. smoke has been accumulating for a fucking long time, and I felt like they did, they took forever to clear the bowl, like to pull the three bowls out. You know what? A, we're talking about a viral video. I'm anyway, sorry. <laughs> it's not a viral. Um. So we talked about tolerance. Anyway, do you? So we're in a oh, new year. Okay, yes. It's 2019. Yeah. Do you have any resolutions or mm. changes or anything like that as far as yes. like goals, as far as consumption, mm -hmm. growing, limits, methods? It's always important to reevaluate your stoner situation. That's how you avoid things like unhealthy addictions and stuff like that. It's like, you know what I mean, guys? You gotta like be self aware and step back and be like, do I like the way my current stoner routine is serving me? Am I smoking it enough? Am I smoking it too much? Do I like using cartridges this much? Is it a fucking waste of money? Am I afraid of maybe what it's doing to me long term? Mm -hmm, All those kind of things. You have to have those conversations with yourself occasionally. I don't know. I'm just you gonna, smoke. You're fucked up right now. I can't ask you. I'm gonna anything. do well. I my resolution <laughs> is I'm gonna turn my greenhouse into a floral, uh, beautiful flower. That's not growing. Cannabis. It's true though. I mean, like you use those same skills to grow cannabis. So I'm gonna transfer them over to growing beautiful flowers for my wife. Uh, and I'm gonna make an actual real vegetable garden this year that actually produces vegetables instead of bullshit. So you produce the most lovely no, tomatoes no, 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 every no. year. I, I don't give it my full attention, but I've now know exactly what to do. And I feel like I'm ready to level up my gardening skills. All right. Well, I guess that's a I'm gonna switching back to soil. Resolution. I'm switching back to soil on my grow. What grow? The indoor grow in the no, town. You're not. Yeah, I already did. Why? 
<laughs> because I'm oh, using sunshine number four. You. I've read a lot about it. The soil that I have is inert, which means it's just like cocoa, only it's soil, and it has microhydra in it. And um, there's zero bugs in it. <clears throat> well, I guess in 2019, you need to write the amended Stoner Mom Grow Guide. I am. I'm just trying something new for a little bit. Okay. <laughs> because if I'm going to have mother plants, I can't have them in cocoa. But it's not a long-term solution. Why? Because cocoa has zero nutrients in it. Yes. Zero. So it's like a sponge that they sit in forever. So if you're going to have plants that live years, you have to put them in something that has some nutrient holding capabilities. Like soil has built in nutrients in it that just exist. And then like every year you might want to repot that plant. Maybe. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, like we got to have something that's like a, if we're going to keep strains in our home, we have to have like, we have to feed them a long-term way. So that's okay, right? Well, that's a change in 2019. I like learning these things. There you go. Me too. Me too. Um, for me, I like what I'm doing. I think I like using these cartridges as like my kind of daytime. They're just really helping me out as far as like when kids are around. Like I can medicate, you know, and Mm. not have to worry about it at all. So I have a lot of different options as far as like cartridges on hand not even just with the arrow pearl but with like other things yeah and i like yeah. having that sort of ongoing collection yeah and so i think that's something and that's something we budget we have to budget for because yeah. we don't make those here in-house nope but all of our weed we do and my concentrate that i always dab and stuff um so anyway i guess i don't really have any stoner goals i think i don't want i want to start storing my bongs uh, without water in them. Oh, okay. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah, I just feel like this is gross and they don't, mm. my, I have so many bongs that I have bongs that I don't use for yeah. months. Mm-hmm. So there's no reason for them to have water in them. Exactly. Gross. Exactly. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. New, those are new year stoner reflections. Yep. Did you like this? I did like that. I had a good time going through time. We have been talking about a lot behind the scenes about what are we going to talk about in Stone Conversations with Lady and Catherine. And I don't know what we're going to do in the next We don't know, man. (laughs) But I think it's just going to be we're going to pick a good topic and just discuss it together. Right? Sure, we can do that. All right. But who, uh, yeah, and we'll figure out who picks the topic. You, how about you? Just, just we'll just say you pick the topic. Sometimes it's nice when you feel confident about something and you want to talk about it for you to be able to talk about it instead okay. of demanding that the other person that doesn't know anything about it, yeah, talk about it. I agree. So let's pick next. But who picks up the next one? I don't know. This is our. Do you hear our podcast, you guys? Do you hear it? We are not professionals. Why? Because we're just sitting here just like, I don't fucking know what we're going to do. Okay, anyway, we know that's what we're going to do. So anyway, that's Stone Conversations with Blathen and Blavin. going on i want to know what's going on with your grow okay not my grow because my grow i was supposed to be in charge of and do all sorts of stuff with in 2018 we did not such a success we didn't do any of it 
None of it. Two of the four of your plants died. And that also happened. That also happened, but that's not your fault. That I, I don't know <laughs> what happened in there, man. It just didn't work out. Tom but Ramos has the black bomb. No, it's it's not. It's not you. You didn't do anything because you all you didn't you mixed nutrients once and watered them once. So I mean, along with my feminine presence. Maybe female could presence. be that could have been it. They're all like, "Fuck this! I'm gonna flat out die." <laughs> <laughs> Two ultra I'm food. Cease to exist. That's what happened. What do they call it? Failure to thrive. Yeah, that's what you did to those plants. I'm sorry. I guess you're their mom. I'm their mom. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> um, and you're not allowed to grow them ever again. So anyway, what I've decided to do is um. I have. I'm starting an entire grow from seed, man. So we recorded a video yesterday of me showing off our Dutch passion seeds. We got some awesome seeds. So we're in the process of germinating the seeds, and we're going to put them in peat moss plugs. And then I'm going to start a perpetual grow that starts with seed or clone to a veg tent, from the veg tent to the flower tent to harvest. And then anytime the veg tent's open, there's new veggies in there. Can we just say to everybody, Dutch, like you can buy cannabis seeds. And <laughs> well, so, yeah. you know, we got David did a deal or whatever and got these Dutch, whatever. Dutch passion. passion. Yeah, they're the, like so the oldest seed online, company. Go to the website, buy the seeds, get them to your house. They're not cheap, but you get feminized fucking cannabis seeds. And it's better than like, you know, not knowing or asking around in like a weird yeah. illegal state, you know. And well, you know, what's, you know what's really weird? So there's Dutch passion seeds, which has been around forever in Amsterdam, which is where cannabis is like from, basically. Right. Um, there's also in town, eat, like genetics companies that you can go and buy seeds from. You know, Ethos Genetics made Mandarin cookies and Rainmaker. So the strains that we have now that are extremely popular out there are from Denver, Colorado, America. Wow. And um, we could go buy seeds from them too. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, but just be able to, being able to get them online. Like, remember we've recorded Mom and Dad are Stone for a, few, a couple of years now. Yeah, and there was a time when it, you just go online to like weird places that wouldn't yeah. exist like two months later. Right, and um, and people would ask where do you get your seeds, and it was always very difficult to give anybody a recommendation. Right. When we first started out our podcast thing, and yeah. it was like, well, we get clones because we live in a legal state, right. but we've also bought seeds, which were like technically in some funky gray area where yep. they showed up in a DVD case and shit. Yep. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So like, <coughs> to me, it's like, don't, it's still a marvel. Yeah. That you can buy them just online. It's kind of like how CBD is. Now you guys, you can buy yeah. CBD flour oh online. And it's literally like you can just order weed to your house. It's yeah. it's hemp, but it's like, especially if you're in like an illegal yeah. state and you don't have access like to flour all the time, high potency flour or whatever, you got to be doing this, you guys. It's it, it's not expensive those, either. It's not. Get on one of those CBD websites and buy their flour. So Plain Jane, which are those amazing hemp cigarettes that I've used, hopefully in a video and stuff. Um, but on my Instagram, they, you can buy just beautiful, lovely hemp flour from yeah. them. You can also buy like decarbed flour from them yeah. that they sold for a long time that you literally are supposed to like ingest and like put on food and stuff. Put in capsules and stuff. Yeah. But now they've added to their 
collection, just actual flower. There are a few companies though that sell uh, quite a few hemp flowers. So look for that, you guys. I strongly encourage you to look for that if you're in an illegal state. They send it to you and you got something to smoke, right? Yeah, for sure. Okay, we're talking about what's going on in your grow. And that's it. Basically, that's it. There's nothing going on. We're waiting for seeds to pop. That's it. We have some really... Oh, the, let's talk about the types of seeds we have because they're cool. My, I'm excited for Think Fast. Yeah, I don't know all the names, but there's Forest Dream, there's Think Night Fast, Queen. Shaman, Night Queen. Some tangerine something. California Punch. Anyway. Yeah. And Mazar, I think. Yep. Um, okay. so that's it. So yeah. So we're we're popping those seeds. And we're so gonna are those them. all gonna like pop up, or will I some hope of them so. not? Well, let's hope that they, that they all do, <laughs> because we There's only have three of, of each seed. Yeah. I mean, like we're taking a big risk here, but I mean, like I feel like they'll all. I mean, yeah, they look good. So yeah, David said they were like one fifty for yeah. three. Yeah, it's crazy. So they are super expensive, but they're feminized, so it's like. You're kind of good to go. Yeah, hopefully. But yeah. So, I mean, but it's tricky, man. You know, you got to make sure. Hopefully they'll pop. I think they all It doesn't just happen on its own. No, it takes a few days. You have to actually like hang out. Yeah, they're like babies floating in water. And then once that like pop open, you got to get tweezers and pick them up so carefully and put them in little peat moss cubes and cover them up and put them in a tray over water. I tell you though, like so many people are growing, like yeah. just normal people that are like, uh, I need to have access to this and I can't be dealing with finding no plug or Jesus Christ. You know what I saw? Or the like other... spending this money. But... I saw, um, they have clone shippers now. Then they're like capsules Wow. and it looks like a capsule and you put, you know, that you screw the lid and it comes off and then you can put your plant in there with those roots dangling in a little reservoir of water underneath and you need to put the thing on top. And screw it shut. And the idea is like you can take that clone and ship it like overnight, I'm assuming. Wow. I mean, you would have to or else it's just going to. I mean, like. Clones are just, they're already in a state of extreme fragility. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but if you can sprout a clone with seems... like. I've seen clones like my friend Cliff has done where like the roots are like fingers coming out of the thing. I know, but. It hasn't been in the mail, is what I'm saying. Yeah. They're already and there's very, no light. Very you get delicate. no light. You lose clones all the time. Like yeah, you it's true. A bunch and it's true. You expect that a certain amount of them are going to die. So it's like I would. Ex- that's what I'm saying. If you're ordering one online yeah. to arrive to you, you already have the expectation that a clone might die. You know what though? Now it has this added. If stress. if someone could make a clone carrier like that, that would light up every 16 hours and then turn off every eight hours. Or eight hours. I think they just need to do it where they stop. They send so you cool. like three of them yeah. together in the same thing. And you overnight it. Yeah. And there. But you, you can put a little strip LEDs on the underside and on a timer. Oh I think that would be cool. And then like it sits in a reservoir of nutrients that you pre-mix and put in there. That's like, that'll keep you alive for three days. Do we give nutrients to clones? Huh? Do we give nutrients to clones? Oh, yeah. There's like low level baby. nutrients. Baby, like baby food. Like, you know, it's like water and Mashed pH bananas. water and just a little bit of nitrogen. That's all you got to get. <laughs> so anyway. Well, anyway. That's what's going on in Dave's That's what's going on in Dave's Thanks, Dave. Bye.
the shout out corner. I didn't pick a person, so I'm just going to say in general. Okay. Let's shout out everybody. Who Everyone. Listens All of to you. Mom and Dad are stoned. If this show means something to you, we would love to hear that from you. We would. We would love your emails so much. Um, to me, that would be the biggest thing. I'm not even asking you to to uh, review us in iTunes. You can also do that. But um, we just really appreciate you guys and the downloads and, and listening to us and giving our weird mom and dad uh, production level podcast a chance. Yeah. And, um, you know, we haven't really sat down and talked about what we're planning for this podcast for this year, but... So anyway, you guys, we love you so much. So much love. Thanks for the support and the listens and the ears and the eyeballs. And that's it. If you are looking for um, an even closer connection or whatever, more premium content from us, check out our membership site. Go to thestonermom.com and click on the membership. Join our house of anything. That's our, our members. Okay. That's You're right. freaking me out with your face. Is it at six now? No, it's still... Yes, it's oh, at six okay. now. <laughs> All right, guys. So that is it for this episode. I hope you liked it. Send us those emails at momanddatterstone at gmail.com. And that's it. We're going to go eat some stew and french fries. Yeah, we are. Oh, I'm going to go make those fries. Mm, yes, you are. <laughs> Mom and Daughter Stone is made by us, David and Catherine. Learn more about us at thestonermom.com. Music is by Deaf Girl. Follow her on the gram at Deaf Girl Music and check her out on SoundCloud. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Mom, the letter N, Dad, the letter R, Stoned. Follow David on Twitter and the gram at CO Weed Grower. And follow me everywhere at The Stoner Mom. We'll be back again very soon. Until then, please remember to be safe and responsible with your canvas use. Always be kind and smoke weed every day. Every day. Bye. Bye.